dream can be a dream come true With just that spark from me and you Welcome, everyone, to episode number 28 of Kicks at the Castle, podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all listening to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John. I'll be your host, and I'm joined by the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. We got Matt. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And we got my man, Irv. Yo, what's popping? Hey, and this week, we are excited to be joined by Jeremiah. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for joining us uh we've got a great show planned this week uh we've got our normal fit of the week feature um in world versus land we're going to talk about seasonal snacks on cheat code we're going to give our favorite food hacks um we're going to catch up with our recent trips on property irv has another plant-based option of the week and then we're going to play a few games with jeremiah before getting to know him better but uh first let's jump into pickups um matt you said you had a lot of stuff coming but it we only recorded three days ago. Has any of it shown up? Some of it has, yes. All right. So first up, um, I'm going to show this first since or showed his last week. I'm still waiting on my pair. This is size 11. That's already sold. But, um, yep, Aquapadas. Like, yo, these. <laughs> I mean, this I, This is probably one of the sneakers of the year for sure. Like, the quality is, is so clean. Like, everything, like QC is so good. I know everyone went over this yesterday or yesterday, last episode, but it was like yesterday. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys saw this last week. And next up, we got the Easy 500 Clay Brown. Um, I'm glad you said that because they looked like they were utility black. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the brown. Sorry. Okay. The lighting, my lighting's kind of weird. But um, I mean, this is an okay shoe. I mean, I'm kind of done with 500s, but. These are probably going to be returned. <laughs> you know what? It's like a good winter shoe, man. It's like a good winter shoe. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, it does go with the, the color scheme for sure. But um, that's all I have for, for this week. Next episode, I might have a, a Chris Catalunya week. <laughs> you, might have, you might have the Nike stuff there. Yeah. Nice. Herb, man, how about you? Um, I have one pickup. You know, Matt showed these last week. I have my... Pine Green Threes came in. And I, I like um, the lace swap. Lace swap, yeah. Um, John asked me, these laces actually came with my um Lemonade Air Max ones. They had these green ones and some white and green ones. So, you know, a little Nike recycle. I didn't have to pay for these. Um, but yeah, I like the shoe. When I saw it, I knew I was I wanted to get it. Um Matt showed you guys last week. And um the, the QC on mine is pretty good. I saw a guy put a pair of his online his qc was horrible to the point that oh, i don't even know i think i not. did you post that on your story i might I don't, I don't know i don't think i did we must follow the same person because i saw it it was, was terrible like, yeah it was horrible man you guys are just trying to scare me right <laughs> your ship is taking a long time you know we might have we might that might be the only shoe we have three weeks in a row on pickups yeah might be <laughs> But um yeah that's that's all I got. Jeremiah, how about you? What have, what have you picked up lately? Anything? Most recent one is going to be it's like I don't have it with me right now, but it's like the MCEs for Vans. Okay. Like the all weather one. It's like all black. It's one of their newer ones that they have. I bought it just in time for like rain season and when it gets like a little colder. So that one is. I mean, I've been trying to get into Vans again. That's more of my my thing now. And then um I got the Nike Dunk like lows the uncs oh nice very recently that's the, another one 
um, that I got. So those are probably my favorite pair of shoes like, at the moment. But nice. those are the most recent ones. So very nice. Well, you know, the dunks are hot too. That's a good colorway too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, as like I said, I'm still waiting for UPS to drop off my pine greens. I picked up uh, something from our homie Chad over at Hunter Acre Hood. Got the pants, the look alive pants. Oh, so, uh, but uh, no, I just figured it's getting uh, getting to be a little chillier. I actually wore sweats to the park yesterday, so uh, it's getting to the time where you can start wearing some pants. At least out here, I don't know, I don't know if you guys do. You guys ever get that cool where you actually wear pants? Yeah, no, it, it, it was. Days. Yeah, it was the, the past like two three days. It's been kind of cold. Yeah, nice. Right. Under seventy. Under seventy. Under seventy. Yeah, I think I think the high yesterday in Anaheim was like seventy-one or seventy-two. It, it didn't uh, get very warm. That's cold. But yeah, it was it was mid sixties most of the day. That's it for pickups. Let's uh, jump into fit of the week. Um, every week we post um, we post a pick where we were tagged or hashtagged, and this week it is Liz Beecroft. Um, former guest on the pod. Uh, Liz was in LA for Complex Con and she stopped by Disneyland and she was wearing her favorite shoe, the uh, Super Turfs. Um, she was in Toontown. And of course she had to go major flex and she paired it with a uh, Gucci Mickey Minnie T and her Gucci purse. So uh, definitely a fire fit pick. Right. Um, if you want to be featured, uh, just tag us in your fit picks or use the hashtag kicks at the castle, uh, in your fit picks in park or not. So let's jump into land versus world. Uh, each week we pick a landmark or an aspect of Walt Disney world or Disneyland resort. We decide which park has it better. And this week we want to talk about seasonal snacks. So as usual, I'll let the world guys try to lay out their argument and then I'll dash it. <laughs> wants to go first Irv does I could tell I, I got um, him fired up already I'm, I'm just poking the bear like I don't okay so I don't know much about you guys seasonal food you know but, what um, you're I was thinking the same <laughs> thing I'm like I know all about my seasonal food I don't know jack about your guys stuff but I think that you know you I look at it two ways right we got seasonal like maybe like you know Christmas time and stuff like that but then we have actual festivals that are created for like seasons of food like, you know, food and wine is like, I would say that they have seasonal snacks there that you can get, you know, only during that season. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, um, you know, the the arts festival, festival of the arts and the holiday festival. So I feel like that alone, I don't know what you guys do to compete with that, what Epcot has well, seasonal oh, food. Oh, you, you mean like how we have food and wine and we have festival holidays where we have How big booths? is that? Yeah. How, how many booths though? Like you, you're talking about Epcot compared to what DCA? Where is it at Disneyland? DCA. I don't know how many booths. I, I mean, if I'm guessing eight to ten booths. That don't sound like I mean, I don't know the number. Um, but also I, I was gonna say one thing that I know for certain is that um a lot of the resorts have seasonal stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Like All Star has like cupcakes where they change like almost every week based on the seasons. So um I don't know what you guys have, but I'm pretty sure there's no competition at all whatsoever. Really? Really? No competition. I, I don't see how it can be. So I you, mean, you guys got if, cupcakes and then we can't compete with a cupcake. So is that, is that, is that what you're saying? Is that what, you, is that what no, you're saying? I'm saying is the amount of different <laughs> seasonal types of food available. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have like these hit things that's like, oh man, I really like this random recipe that they make here and there. But, you know, as we talk about it, I feel like the, the quantity is just overwhelming for to make an argument like this. Yeah, but is it good? The majority of it is. Okay. I mean, like, you know, I mean, what, what, so tell me what, what kind of tofu you got, like the gingerbread tofu and all that stuff? 
<laughs> we do have a gingerbread house. Do you guys okay. have gingerbread houses? Yes, we do. Yeah, they have really where? Well, first of all, there's a gigantic one inside the Haunted Mansion overlay. They they do one every year. So there's they they put a big gingerbread house inside the Haunted Mansion. Like a real one with yeah. real gingerbread cookies? Mm-hmm. Oh. And then they they do one inside I the Grand Californian. And we're not that backwards. I mean, we got paper ticket serves, but we got we got food. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat <laughs> I mean, uh, you know i mean for me like if if you just go on disney food blog they i mean i'm pretty sure they cover disneyland too but i mean 99 of the stuff on there is disney world and like the seasonal stuff right now like it's all it's all at disney world like i don't even think i i rarely see disneyland like season well, our stuff holiday on starts there. on the 12th they did the the food blog actually did put a bunch of stuff out last week about the stuff coming for disneyland i can tell you a lot of the stuff they did i was actually surprised how much they did for halloween with how much, how much seasonal food and usually christmas time that's when they roll out the bazillion flavors of churros and, and they always do that of course you guys don't know what those are i think <laughs> i think that like i said you you, you can't get lost in quantity it, like it's got to be quality because like i mean honestly i'm gonna tell you like the, the festival that they usually have those food carts usually there's only like one thing that i like at each of those carts they like they really try to go to gourmet sometimes on, on that stuff so I, i'm talking about like what they roll out like um you know like it flows so that for halloween they had um you know it was a regular dinner but they they themed it halloween wise it was a it was a Buffalo flavored. They added they added some chicken wings. You know they did some stuff at the Starcade where they had a um, pulled pork, French fries, things like that. They you know every they always add seasonal stuff to all the the, the regular menus as well as I mean the Jolly Holiday has so many desserts. It's crazy like the way they they set it up and they sell out every day. Um, so so that's something that you can't even mobile order if you want to get those like the uh, pumpkin spice cheesecake. They had the Cruella brownies, things like that, that they do seasonal. You can't even water them because they sell out. So they don't want to, you actually have to wait in line to get those. I mean, they, they do go all out on that stuff, but now Herb, I don't, I don't know if we have cupcake of the week anywhere, but. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, um, and I, I guess I, I want to say it's because of the size of the part, but it's, I think it's more maybe the staffing and stuff. We, they just change things more. Yeah. I like and we, you know what? And we can't compete with the festival. We do. We, I think we only have two. We do food and wine and we do holidays, but we don't do the flower garden. Do you have another one too? You have four? Festival of the Arts. Festival of the Arts. So we only do two, not four. Um, but like I said, those really aren't my favorite thing. They usually have some good drinks. They'll usually have some, that's usually the, my favorite part. I don't know if that says something about me here, but, <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I saw all the stuff they put on the food blog last week for Disneyland. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I mean, like I said, that's the problem is that I haven't been to Disney world during the holidays. So I, I, I really can't say what, I, I guess it was a bad thing to discover to pick this week because it's something that neither of us have experienced both. Yeah. Although Wait, I will it's, say it's more biased than that is true. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. So uh, honestly, in four weeks, I'm going to have a much better opinion because I'm going to see what you got. Are you going to be honest, though? That's the question. Well, I'm not I'm not going to go looking for cupcakes. I'm going to say that's not, not going to be honest. You're going to uh, the Christmas party, right? I am going to the Christmas party. They so just Jeremiah, started Jeremiah, today. Jeremiah, I need to know. I, I, have you, have you, first of all, do you, do you enjoy the seasonal food offerings that they have out there at World? I did, yeah. I haven't been to the, honestly, I haven't been to the parks like in a, a hot minute right the, the first time i went was like maybe like a week ago but 
I do enjoy the seasonal. I haven't been offerings. to a hot minute, but I went last week. <laughs> no, but like for every for every one of them, though, they yeah. literally. I mean, they. I don't go to Magic Kingdom. I don't go to the other two parks too. But like Epcot, I I do like their offerings at Epcot. Yeah. So like most of their holiday stuff are pretty good. They. I just really think that it just depends because some they change it for the most part. You know, like food and wine, they usually change the same stuff. I know I had like a favorite food and wine, and then they change it. And then the one for the holidays, the holidays around the world, I liked it. I don't know if they did it last year, but they used to have the cookie stroll. They were, you have like different types of cookies and this whatnot. I really enjoyed a lot of their offerings. Like probably like uh, Japan had like a green tea, like cake. That one's pretty good. So if you are coming to Disney World anytime soon for the festival of the holidays thing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've, I've been to Epcot a couple of times and I've got the worst timing ever last I was, I was there this summer and I was there mm-hmm. the one week in between the festival changeovers. Like, <laughs> so you were there at like, uh, the, or like the, it was the, like the July 6th through 14th or something. So yeah, and it started on the 15th. I remember. Yeah. That. It started the day after. You were, I remember we we're talking about on the episode, you're like contemplating to the <laughs> extend your stay. I know. Man. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So you were there at the, I called that period the diet Epcot. <laughs> guess, like, yeah so i would say that all the time to my tour when i would do tours and stuff like i always say this is a diet epcot right now you have no but you know holidays at all or no uh festival so no and actually that's our thing so we're going out for the christmas party but i the first day we're planning on hitting epcot and the reason we're giving epcot a whole day is because we want to do the whole festival we want, we want to hit it all. Yeah. So I'll probably be rolling out of there. Irv's going to tell me what plant-based stuff I need to get, right? Yeah, man. Might as well. <laughs> they did have in Flower and Garden a couple of years. I don't know if they still have it, but the it was the the vegan uh, place that had the, um, the garlic corn. They had like this dessert. It was, it looked like, like a, like a plant pot. Like it was like, it was supposed to be like dirt. And then on top yeah. was like, like green fuzz. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but it was, it was really good. It was good. Okay. Well, let's see what they have. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the plant-based stuff. I just don't like the meat sub. I think the, I think the meat substitute stuff is what I don't like. Or I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's what I need to, that's what we need to focus in on for when you give me some tips for getting out there. Yeah, yeah. Just stuff with just good, good um, cooked vegetables. Yeah, yeah. I, I can get with that. All right. So what we what we learned here is that neither of us, none of us, have <laughs> done both. But Irv thinks that quantity quantity is going to trump the quality. All, well, all day, every day. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to revisit this because you guys need to get back out here and see some of this stuff too. So anyway. that's true. All right. So we're gonna segue the food talk into more food talk because who doesn't like to talk about food? Um, we're going to jump into cheat code where each week we come up with tricks and tips to help everybody out with their park trips or sneaker cops. And we're going to talk about some food hacks. So Jeremiah, as, as a tour guide, what are, you have to have some tricks. So tell me, tell me, what are some food hacks for people in the parks, man? Wow. That's put me on the spot right there. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Okay. How about you want me to go, or you want me to go to Irv and give you a minute to think? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a minute right. to think because it's, yeah. All right. I'm sorry about that. That's, that's my bad. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Irv's always ready. So Irv, man, lay it on me. All right. So um, I think the biggest food hack is if you go to a restaurant with your family and you don't see anything that's vegan on the menu, ask. Uh, I would say nine times out of 10, they have a secret item on the menu that they have on hand that they can make. And also, um, if you talk to the chef, usually they can modify something for you to eat. 
So um, don't ever go in there thinking like, oh, bro, I ain't going to be able to eat today. I'm, nine times out of ten, they can make you something, and it'll be, you know, good enough where you won't feel like you overpaid. So and that's table serve, though, right? Table service, yeah, not quick service. No, quick service, you got to. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to change nothing to that window. <laughs> Matt, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Irv. There's a lot of people that have, like, dietary, like, allergies and stuff or like dietary restrictions. Cause I heard like a story where like this dude was like allergic to like almost everything. And then they like talked to the chef and then they like found like whatever they could to make for him and they made it and he said it was good. Um, But also this, a lot of people probably won't believe this, but if you go to like a turkey leg spot, I don't know if they do this in Disneyland either, but um, the cast member has to ask you if you gobble like a turkey, they'll give you a free one. But you can't ask yourself, like you can't go up there and be like, oh, can I gobble like a turkey and get a free turkey leg? Like they have to ask you, like you have to walk up and be like, hey, um, if you gobble like a turkey, I'll give you a free turkey leg. My, <laughs> I know this because it's happened to me twice. Really? Not me personally, but the people I was with. It happened to my friend. They like actually asked him to gobble like a turkey and he did it and he got a free one. And then um, it happened to my aunt. Like I told her the story and then she went up to the turkey leg stand and was like, hey, I heard if I gobble like a turkey, I can get a free turkey leg. And they're like, oh, well, we have to ask you. You can't ask us. And they're like, well, why do you ask me? And then they're just like, okay, gobble like a turkey. And she did it. That's funny. You know, you know what's really funny is when you said you, if you go up to the, the turkey leg stands, I thought you were going to tell me they have a plant-based turkey. <laughs> I maybe. I don't, got I don't ass, know how that's going to So, um. So I don't have anything great. I've got a few things that I um, I wrote down. I've, I've talked about it before. With the Lamplight Lounge lobster nachos are on the menu. Um, I always sub out for the carne asada. That's my, that's my favorite thing to get there. The other thing is like, so I was hanging out with a Disney World guy yesterday. Um, I'll, I'll name him later. If you, if you uh, follow my story, you know who it was. But he was really surprised about the mobile order and like how important it is at Disneyland. Like they really push it out here. Um, they wanted to get some beignets and like, you know, it was 10 and the wind, the new first window was like one thirty. So like, if you're out here and you're, and you, and you aren't used to that, you, you need to think ahead of time. So I can tell you that like, we were, we ended up waiting in line for the beignets. And while we were doing that, we knew we were going to park hop. So I'm Pim's t- test kitchen is another place where it gets the standby line is super long and the, and those um, order windows get out there pretty far. So at 10.30, I ordered drinks at Test Kitchen. And like I said, it doesn't cost anything to do that because they don't prepare your order until you get there and say, I am here. Mm-hmm. So if you if something happens and you can't get there, you don't have to sweat that. And the other thing is, is that I've been told by cast members I haven't done it. Like there was um, at the, uh, drawing a blank now, the, uh, the place where you get the Dole Whips, the Tropical Hideaway. They told me that as long as you come before the park close, you can get your food. So if the, if you're later than your window, it's okay. You can't get there early, but if your window was two hours ago, you can still go and they'll still make your food for you. Another great example of that is the case of burrito tacos. I think I've told you guys that line is usually 30, 40 deep. You know, that's one of those things that if you think you might want them, you know, just order them in the morning, you know, like set up something around noon. And like, so that way, even if you get there an hour after your window, just that way, you, that way you don't have to wait because it's, it's pretty bad. And then there are two places to get um, alcoholic beverages at, at Disneyland or at, I'm sorry, at DCA that generally always have a now window. And that is the Bayside Brews, um, which is over by the uh, Slow Symphony Swings and the Pacific Wharf, Wharf Distribution, which is kind of in between the Lucky Fortune Cookie um, Chinese place and the uh, Casino Cucamonga. And those two places, I mean, 
almost every time I want to order beer, it's like now. You don't you don't have to wait in the you know the you know even if there's ten people in line, I'll always do the mobile order because you just basically it's they almost instantly take you. So those are, those are kind of the the tips I have. And that was the other thing I was going to say is with the jolly holiday, I kind of mentioned it earlier with the seasonal things. Don't wait till the end of the night because I can't even tell you how many times my wife and I were like, oh, it's eight, let's go over and get the cheesecake or whatever. Always sold out. So the the good seasonal snacks you need to hit them at lunchtime, the jolly holiday because they they only make so many a day, and when they're gone, they're gone. So uh, those are those are my my tips for food hacks. Um, Jeremiah, did I give you enough time? Uh, I think so. So (laughs) I have a couple, um, I guess this one people may know this already. And I'm, so I'm very like kind of like frugal. So it's more like a spending kind of like tip, right? If you go to like the festivals and, um, for me, like I, I swear by this ever since I was in the Disney college program in 2015, like I always buy those uh, gift cards, right? So I buy a gift card and I just say, okay, I'll put 40, I put 50. That way you just like keep spending it, spending it, spending it. And that way they, I could like easily like, like manage my, like my money. They kind of like micro budget it to where like, okay, well this trip, I'm going to go get like the filet mignon in Canada. And then I'm also going to get the Beijing roast duck in China. So that's like, gonna give me an idea on what I'm gonna spend throughout the day and then when I hit like zero I'm like all right that's it you know they kind of like just like more like a mentality thing for me and I always go by this like every like um you know like every one of the four holidays or four like different festivals that we have at Epcot and I usually recommend that to guests too because like a lot of guests that come would be a little bit more concerned oh like you know is it expensive but it's like if you don't want to really like spend that much like swiping your card or paying in cash like every time that you go up to the register just buy a gift card they'll tell you when your gift card's done so like yeah yeah so i think that's one so i guess that's kind of like a hack i mean i'm sure other customers know this. that is a great tip and i can tell you what i do that um yeah, my, my wife and I, we buy a gift card every month and we mm-hmm. set them aside. We don't use them here at Disneyland. We save them for when we go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. That way we've got like, like I said, we were just there this summer and I have $500 in gift cards to bring to Disney World for my four day trip. That way, like you said, it's just, it's easier instead of hitting your debit card and having to keep track of all those transactions. Exactly. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just use that gift card and you go, okay, well, I could probably eat for you know, for the two of us, you know, we can, we can do pretty good on a hundred bucks a day. Yeah, no. And then plus like some of the festivals, I don't know if they still do it. They do have limited edition gift cards. So if you are like a collector, they, they always come Unfortunately, up with like, gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, it's not just the red uh, Mickey, they gift card, a normal one for the Disney gift card, but it's like, sometimes they have like special edition ones. Yep. So I don't know what this year. I've got, I've got the like. ones from uh, the Black Spire. I've got the the galaxy's edge ones the, oh that's cool the metal ones too the credits that's cool. yeah of course well they came out with a second one so that you know so you keep, like i said you keep buying them and those you have to put 100 bucks on like when you buy them Ooh. yeah and then i was gonna say i i did like your um suggestion herb and matt like the like coming up with like, the different like options asking for that like other menu just to kind of accommodate your family i was gonna say my other like hack it's more like uh I would say it's more like a hidden gem. It's probably like a spot that a lot of people normally don't know about. I, I think like in Japan Pavilion Epcot, they have the best shaved ice that I've ever had in my life. Really? It's from the Kabuki Cafe Kakigori. That's what it's called. It's maybe like, I don't remember how much it was, but I used to get it all the time. And it's pretty good. They come up with like different flavors and whatnot. It's pretty big size too. Nice. So, yeah. 
I didn't know about that. I'm no, definitely gonna, probably going to get that next yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, you should have a, like a line, like, but it's like toward like where the like the what do you call it? The main landmark of the Japan Pavilion is just next to it. It's just like really small shack, and then they have like they sell sushi there too. I think they, like, but like it's more like I more more so go would go there for um, that shaped ice. So definitely try it. Another sad statement is when I go to Japan, the first thing I head for is that little place in the middle where you can buy the Kirinichi bones because that's my favorite beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't get the frozen one. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was uh, me and my friend got that one time. And we oh, really? They, they have good. a frozen Kirin? It's literally yeah. like shaved ice frozen Kirin. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of stale. Yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah. it tastes like stale. Okay, I get you. I get you. It's yeah. cold. It literally tastes exactly how it sounds like. <laughs> It's like it's a beer circle. Good. I'd rather just get a regular one. <laughs> rather drink a beer and have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, nice. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so let's catch up with our recent trips on property with trips and drips. Um, Matt, you wanna you wanna lead us off today? You may have you been to the parks in the last couple of days? I have, yeah. Um, I went where did I go? I went on last Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Um, but I went to Magic Kingdom. I wore the bread 11s. We went to, we had lunch action. How is that for a park shoe? Are they comfy? No, (laughs) (laughs) they're definitely not. If you're for an all day, I mean, for the amount of time that I went, I mean, they're okay. But if you're going all day, no, (laughs) they're so hard. Um, Definitely not comfortable on your feet at all. Um, But they look good. (laughs) <laughs> i'll tell you i see people all the time like in concords or the breads and or the jubilees and i'm just like man i don't know how they're doing that yeah no <laughs> but yeah so we had lunch at columbia harbor house which opened or reopened recently i think a couple of weeks now but i got the fish sandwich which was really good it was like um fried fish um i think coleslaw and then i thought it was like a like a squid ink bun or something because it was like dark but um it was just a dark bun but it was it was really good and my girlfriend got the she's got chicken tenders and uh, my friend got like the the triple platter which is like fish chicken tenders and uh, fried shrimp and then after that we went to go uh, meet mickey um it's not he's not officially open yet to to or for meet and greets but um, it's kind of like a surprise and delight type thing. Like if you're there and if you see it open, then then you can go. You can't go up close, so you like you can't like hug them or anything. It's like kind of like roped off, and there's no photo pass, um, so you gotta take your own pictures. But um, but yeah, after that, we just kind of took some pictures. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my reel with the parking thing. That's when <laughs> the same day. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was it. All right, Irv, how about you, man? On Saturday, I went to go see Eternals. Um, oh, movie review. All right. So, like, I don't <laughs> want to spoil it, but um, like, I was talking to John about it, and I love Marvel movies, and I just feel like it wasn't enough time, and it was already was too long of a movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, I did not like it, though. I, I probably wouldn't watch I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it again. Wow. See, and that's what I've heard, that it's like, that it, the, the rewatchability is zero on it. I think I watched the review, wow. the, the people that you told, the mm. you posted the review, I watched the review. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love everything you're doing. I thought Shang-Chi was an amazing movie. Amazing. And I don't even want to go see Eternals because there's so many of them. I don't know anything about them. It just feels like it's going to be a lot of work. 
and it doesn't even look that interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but I know that I'm going to need to see it because they're going to build on it. Yeah. Although I think that maybe if I don't see it, they won't write them in to the future stuff and maybe they won't play in down the road if the movie tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like, cause I don't want to give it away, but like the way it ends, you know, it's going to be like important. So it's like, I wouldn't say like, like don't watch it, but I mean, it's going to build. Well, I'm going to need so basically to what, what you guys are saying is wait till it gets on Disney plus. If you haven't yeah, seen bro. it. <laughs> I have I have the AMC A list, so it doesn't cost me any money to go. I yeah. just got to go spend the time. Yeah, and I mean it's uh, it's I wouldn't say it's not worth the time, bruh, because that's that's saying a lot. Because it's still a Marvel movie, so I feel like the thing. Okay, is all right. Well, that's that's okay. That, that helps. Yeah, but yes, just, I'm not gonna go spend extra money on it. I'm already spending money, so if I can go, yeah. so if I'm going for not, well, let's not say free. Let's just say I've already paid for it. I might as well attend. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. Okay. It, some movies, you know, you get up and you're like, bro, I can't believe I sat through that. I didn't feel like that. I was just like, man, okay. you know, okay. it could have been better. Because here's people, the thing. I, feel like, I, I oh, can't tell you the last time there was a Marvel movie that I didn't see within the first two days that it came out. Like, I'm always like day of, next day. And it's, you know, it came out last week. It's Monday. I haven't been and I don't have plans to go. I don't have like a ticket reserved. That's that's not like me. So yeah. you're not you're not missing nothing. Um, I wore the paddles. I wore the paddles on Saturday, man. That. You look good. Did ever, did everybody know in the theater that you were on paddles? Nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> you know, if you, like, <laughs> if you were where I was on Friday night, everybody would know, man. And what's worse is like you know they like take a picture, and you know I'm like the tallest person there, so I immediately all the way in the back, and I'm like, bruh, the only thing dope I got on are my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta hold them up. Yeah, bro. yeah. Um, take them off <laughs> right next to my face, bro. Um, All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Back, back, back. Enough of the movie review. Give me yeah, a new second. So that was Saturday. Um, <laughs> Sunday we went to Magic Kingdom. Um, it was a pretty chill day. We stayed on Main Street for most of the day. Um, we actually chilled in our hubgrass area that we do in Florida that you can't do in California. I'm a little we like, jealous. Yeah, we sat and you, down and you, and you ditched the stroller. Oh, I was going to say, so, I have one question. How kids, was, how was all the all no stroller? On foot. All right. So, like, we was, like I said, we was chilling on Main Street. Um, We ate at Casey's Corner. And then, like, I wasn't planning on doing any rides at all. They really wanted to do Dumbo. And I was like, all right, bro, if we go, I'm not pushing the stroller because we're just going to go there and come back. So, Scarlett was down. Carter was down. Levi was down. And I mean, like, you know, they're so comfortable in the park. So, I don't really worry about them going. So, they like, you know, maybe 10 feet, 10 feet ahead of me just booking it. So um, I think they actually enjoyed not having those restrictions, but like um, we went to Dumbo, they just played. They didn't even ride the ride. They just played okay. inside the area the whole time, and then um, they were ready to go. So we walk outside of Dumbo, and Scarlett's like, "Where's the stroller?" I was like, "Bro, Ma got the stroller." So let me guess. Every five feet. Yeah, no, I, she walked. She looked tired. I was like, come on, bro. Because um, her birthday's on Wednesday. So she'll be six. I'm like, bro, you're you going to be a big kid. You got to walk. Like, so she tucked mm-hmm. it out. And then, um, but after that, they were done. And with the time change, we probably started back home at like five o'clock. And she's like nodding off in the car. I'm like, bro, wake up. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> get home, bro. But um, yeah, we had a pretty good day. And I wore the, um, I wore the pine greens straight to the feet, man. You know, threes are comfortable. I no complaints. Jeremiah, man, you said you were in the parks last week. Which one did you go to? Went to Epcot. Epcot. So went to Epcot, like, not this last Friday, but the Friday before that. Yeah, just, like, hung out there uh, with my girlfriend for a little bit. 
did few rides and then I haven't seen the new fireworks show at Epcot. So, and then that one's pretty cool. Like next time I'm gonna definitely try to get a better view because like, you know, she wanted to eat like funnel cakes. So we got to get funnel cakes and then it's like already big crowd, but it was cool. It was like, uh, Matt was like talking to me about this. Like, it's like, um, if you haven't seen it yet, um, it's like watching a portal open. It's like pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. You got to stand like in the middle though. You can't, if you're standing on the side, you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go. So, like what pavilion so. do I want to be in to see it? I would say either America, right? America or mm-hmm. like at the the very beginning in the middle of um, World Showcase, like mm-hmm. where you go le- either left or right to yeah. Mexico oh, okay. or Canada. Yeah. Kind of like where that gift shop is. Right? Yeah, in between the tower gift shops. They call it tower gift shops. But yeah, but that's like a pretty crowded area too. But that's a good spot to watch it. Okay. I sometimes watch it from like, well, previously, like the fireworks show, I would watch it from Italy. That that that's where our uh, they would recommend our guests to go to the Italy Pavilion. But I I don't know how it's gonna work out because of, like Matt was talking about the angle. Mm-hmm. Right, if you're not like center, you can't really like see everything. If you're like toward the side, I mean, yeah, you'll see something, but it's like gonna be you'll get the full like, effect. A lot. Yeah, you won't get the full effect of it. So, but yeah. All right. So, uh, what what shoes are we wearing when 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 you go to the park? What are you wearing? So when I go to the park, I usually wear either my um, fans, high tops, or I would wear my Hirachis. I am a very, not Gnosis, I'm a very big fan of Nike Hirachis. I have like five or six of them. So those to me are like comfortable. It just like wraps around my feet and it's pretty soft. I got the Space Dust one. Like, I don't know if any of you have seen that before, Like, but like inside the Hirachi, there's like an astronaut in it. I think they, it's like limited edition for a while. I don't think they sell it anymore, but yeah, it looks like it looks kind of like pink, but it's like gray-ish. So that one, that's one what I wore that day. Nice man. Hirachis look like good park shoes. I've actually been hunting the Stussy Hirachis. Yeah, kind of something I've been looking at uh, getting a getting a more comfy park shoe. Yeah, that's definitely my go-to. They, I don't, I wouldn't wear my ones to the parks. They, like, nope. So uh, what what rides do you hit? Like what what do you what do you what do you do what do you like to do when you go? So when I go, I mean I usually either go to Test Track or Soren. So so Soren like would be like the one that we hit up that day, and I do like going to um, very controversial, but um, Figment. A lot of people don't like Figment. They oh, I, I love Figment. It. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. like Pigment too. I like Pigment. Yeah. To me, it's a must every time I go. <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, like I, I know a lot of cast members. They usually they don't like Pigment. I don't know why, but yeah, that's a good ride to me because I like it's just fun. You just like sit there. Usually, there's not a lot of like weight to go there. Um, but yeah, but I also like going to the Grand Fiesta tour. That's definitely my one of my favorite rides at Epcot. So. Yeah. All right. So what, what's the best, what's the best drink in Epcot? Where, where do you, where, where's your go-to you want to drink? So I don't really drink that much, but if I were to pick the, like a drink at Epcot, hmm, that's a good one. I mean, it's not really a drink. It's the shave ice that I told you about. Okay. Like, uh-huh. It's still kind of like somewhat refreshing to me. If you melt it, that like, you can kind of like drink it. But <laughs> that, that's um, that's probably the one. I mean, they, the I heard the Schafferhofer, which is like the grapefruit beer. I heard that's pretty solid. Okay. Like I don't know if any of you have tried that before, but 
that was in the Germany Pavilion. I, guess. I haven't, so, but I'm going to now. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's no soju yet, so. Oh, I know. If they had soju, <laughs> I might have to reconsider my statement. <laughs> Let's go for the soju. All right. Well, so I um, I'll start out with my Friday. I did not go to Disneyland on Friday, but I did uh, go to the Soul Savvy LA meetup. Um, more more sneaker related, and I will tell you, I think there were 450 people there, and unbelievable the shoes that I saw in person. Someone was rocking the Dior One Lows. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean. There were so many pair of Travis ones. The I saw. I think there were two pairs of the Fragment Lows. There was a guy wearing 1985 Jordan ones, Chicago's. Mm. Um, um, there was this knucklehead working the door, and he was wearing the Supreme Dunks. And turns out it was Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to I got to meet L Doggy Styles. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Drove up there, and it was it was in a pretty neat area. Soul Savvy puts on a nice event, and I can tell you that I. I am going to be joining the LA group chat because they must have had, you know, 15 people from that group chat on the Slack uh, earth that they all met up there. And I'm like, man, that's, that's kind of, you know, th- those are some people that are, you know, they're entering raffles for each other. So yeah, definitely need to, to explore the communities and, and see who's around. I don't know if you've looked into, if there's an Orlando <laughs> chat or whatever, but uh, it was a, it was a cool event. Met a lot of cool people saw a ton of cool shoes in person that I've never seen before in real life um i can tell you if you wore the padas or you would have been in good company i saw several pairs of the monarch and the aquas um actually only one pair of aquas because i think they had just i think they were just getting out on friday mm-hmm. but uh, i saw a few pairs of the monarchs and uh, they, they look good on feet that's for sure so uh to that i wore the hall of fame threes and i was it was a, it was a tough choice because i didn't want to wear something that somebody else was going to have and i um, was fortunate that nobody doubled up on me i went to the parks yesterday um met lawrence up there um and his uh, girlfriend jill we had a we had a good time um we got up there first. Let's see. I wore the what I, I had on the Jordan threes that night, that day too. I wore the Unite Fire Reds, which are the basically the all red with the gray cement. We got up there first. We hit a couple rides. We hit Jungle Cruise and Mansion before we got there. Um, he was waiting for us when we got outside of the mansion. Did Pirates and we kind of said we went over and did the beignets. And I had a reservation set. So this is I really got to reevaluate because it seems like all I talk about is drinking. But so we were, <laughs> we were talking about so we go to Lamplight. And I was telling about the regulator. So I made, I made a, a, this is legit. I made a mobile reservation to get a drink to drink on the way to go drink. Oh. <laughs> so we got a couple of regulators and they, and they agreed. They thought they were pretty darn good. That might be the name of the episode, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's probably the title of the episode. So um, we had, a, we had a really good time. So we went over, so we went over to Lamplight and sit down everybody orders a drink you know there's the they got all the unique drinks and they walk away um i think they they carted uh lawrence and jill and came back with the manager or whatever and they they had a problem with the canadian driver's license so they wanted another form of id so jill had another one but lauren had sad pictures of the passports long story because it really was long, short. They they were denied service at Lamplight. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, I know, I know. Alvin calls Lawrence a little bro, little bro doggy, but uh, he he doesn't look that young. Um, 
you know, he's a grown ass madam with a full beard. And, <laughs> and they would not let him buy a beer at the lamplight. Now, Jill looks young, but she doesn't look, I mean, I, I could see them wanting to card her, but I, I guess that there's an enhanced Canadian driver's license that you could have or your passport. But any of the Canadians that listen, we do have Canadians listen, bring something other than just a regular driver's license because they will not serve you at Lamplight Lounge. Um, so cautionary tale for those. Um, they had the lobster nachos. Um, I had the carne asada nachos. Also got the potato skins, which are one of my favorite things to get. Hung out there for a while. We headed over to Radiator Springs. Um, got a few pictures. Went, went on uh, the racers. That was that was a good time. And then we kind of split up. They were going to go hit Guardians. It was starting to get, it was already dark. Um, and again, we wanted to get home at a decent hour. So we uh, said our goodbyes. Amy and I headed back over to Disneyland. Actually, she saw all the holiday stuff's out. And we were talking about the merch last week. And she found some she had to have. And I swear to God, it's something that I'm sure you guys have at Disney World because it was a slinky dog. And we almost have none of that type of branding stuff like Pixar Pier doesn't, they've got a couple of stores, but um, it feels like it's a shirt that we would have found at Disney World. So it was a slinky dog wearing a Christmas sweater. So she had, she found that out. She had see, seen it in a couple of places, didn't have her size. Went to World of Disney, got what she needed. We had, headed over to Buzz and Irv, I was like stressing because I was in the last room and I was like at 500,000. And I'm like, man, I got, I got to get this because I know Amy wanted to go home and the ride shut, like basically shuts down. We're sitting in one spot and I'm like, I'm in like, I don't know if it's the best spot in the ride to be stuck at, but it was really close. It'd be a top five spot in the last room. There's Zerg and you, I couldn't hit his chest, but like he's got, he, he has his arm and it goes up and down and behind his elbow is a triangle. And sometimes it lights up. So it's worth 10,000 and when it's lit, it's a hundred thousand. And I was in a perfect spot where the arm wasn't in my way. So I could just sit there and hit that triangle <laughs> and I'm, I'm shooting it. I'm shooting it. I'm shooting it. I'm shooting it. My arm gets tired and I like uh, stretch it out and I start shooting it again. My arm gets tired. And then I like brace both of my elbows on the cart and i'm like i'm gonna have like three or four million like because the ride just wasn't going we were just sitting there and <laughs> we get out we got out of the ride and apparently they had to restart the ride because i was i've been maxed out for for five minutes but when i pulled up my ride photo it was like nine hundred and fifteen thousand. so I, apparently they you know they shut it off and, it, and so my score started again when they turned it back on so i didn't you know although it wouldn't have been a legit score because i was i was stuck in a really great spot but man i was hoping to i was I'm like, man, I'm going to have three or four million. This is going to be great. <laughs> but nope. After that, man, we head over to Peter Pan. We, I don't know, man. Our, every time Amy and I ride that ride, we, we hope it's going to be the Disney, the Disney World version, but it just isn't. <laughs> and it starts right off with the fact that, you know, how, does you, how do they start your ride? You know, they just sprinkle the pixie dust on the bar and it drops down. Mm-hmm. You guys don't do that? You got to pull it down. <laughs> wow. Where's gotta, the magic? We got to pull the bar down. <laughs> like six flags i'm telling you man it's like it's like one of those things though like every time we ride it like we think it, we think that that is the rider that when we ride we think of, oh man wish we were this though and, and especially the queue the queue yeah. i will say our queue has a lot of hidden things to look for in it but it, it, it i mean it got can't even compare to what you guys got going then uh they like said we uh we hit a churro in fantasy land and we walked back by the mansion because amy likes to see it all lit up because man when they do the overlay basically they cover it with candles and pumpkins and stuff so it looks really cool at night we wanted to we were actually responsible instead of going and getting in line again we hit we headed out mm-hmm. we wanted to get on the trams before the fireworks or get on the bus back to the parking lot before the fireworks but yeah man the time changed like i said as nice as it was in the morning my eyes were heavy driving home 
And like we said, we left at like 8.30 and I still, I was still, I was like, I was like Charlotte in the backseat, man. I was ready to go. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> Ended up stopping at In-N-Out to, to try to get a little, little energy to finish the ride. But uh, anyway, I had a great time meeting Lawrence. Like I said, he's, he's been a friend of mine on IG for two and a half years and to get to meet him and spend some time with him. That was, that was pretty great. And, you know, they let me tour guide them. And it was, I, I can't wait to hopefully that I can meet them down at Disney World and they can show me what they like to do. But, uh, you know, for for a couple of people that don't go down there that much, they didn't like want to run from ride to ride. They just wanted to hang and, and just do some other stuff. And we had we had a, we had a really good time. Man. I, I appreciate getting to hang out with some friends. And honestly, those that's kind of that's the whole Disney thing. Right, man. We had we, we definitely had a magical day. So it was a good time. Enough of that. Let's let's jump into the DMs. Let's let's talk about Matt. Matt was. Talking about shoes of the year, Baltimore Tay wants to know, um, basically said it's almost shoes to shoe of the year time. What's your top five at the moment? Any particular order? So anybody, anybody want to take their, their stab at it first? I'll go first. All right. <laughs> All right no particular order, but um, I have the Travis Scott Lowe's on here, but I think I'm going to take it off because I'm just so tired of seeing them. I mean, I don't have them, but I, they're so limited, but like literally like almost everyone has them. Dude, those fragments, um, those fragments looked so good on feet. They really, yeah, do. they do. But it's like so many people have them. It's like ah, they're not even like really. I mean, they're hype, but it's just like you know. Um, I don't know if they're but, they're, a car, they're a house payment. I don't know if they're hype or not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those. I guess I, I don't even have the paddas on here. I we'll probably have to switch that out for the paddas. But yeah, Supreme Dunks for sure. I'm gonna say I'm in year threes. Mummy Dunk SBs. Oh, good one. Good one. And I had to go with the one that I have, the Hyper Roller once. I was thinking about those too. How about, how about you, Irv? Um, I have the patterns in both colors taking up a spot. <laughs> and the noise aqua. <laughs> the Amonier threes. Um, those are dope. Um, when's your pair showing up? I put on my list of strawberry cock. Huh? So when's your pair of Alma year three showing up? Man, you know, it. so like I told you about, it's between those and the Travis Scott Air Max ones that I'm going to have like on Christmas underneath the tree that I bought for myself, for myself. <laughs> I, so, um, I, and if I get retail, if I hit retail, I'm probably going to get both of them, to be honest. If I hit retail on the Travis Scott's, because I feel like that's just good luck. So I should buy myself another pair of shoes. Oh, so, so that's three. Then um, the straw, the Saucony, Saucony. The Saucony Foo Fights. I put those on the list, man. That's okay. a nice shoe. I wouldn't necessarily wear it, but I definitely think that it, it's a, it was a dope shoe. And then my last is the Strawberry Cough Dunk. Those are hype. I know they was like waiting to be released for like a few years now. And it's a dope shoe. Yeah, I saw a pair of those on foot at the event on Friday night. Crazy. Yeah. How about you, Jeremy? You got uh, you got a top five uh, shoes for the year? Yeah, no particular order. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll put my... Uh, my... Nike Dunk Lows, the, the UNC colors. That's probably one of my favorite ones. I would also say Hyper Royals, high top, definitely um, good one. Uh, court Purples, I've been one, I've been wanting to get those. Like, I was so jealous of Matt. He has got the Court Purples and uh, what's that? The Royal, said Royal Toe. Okay, or, yeah, the Royal Toe. Yeah, 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 the Royal Toe. I do like that one too. And then I do like the for me at least i like the nike sb like um ambush the, okay the ambush dunks the, the blue mm-hmm. and then this one this is gonna show how much of an anime person i am but the nike sb dunk high rx zero unicorn gundam it's like okay. the one that's like oh. the blue one yeah the one that matt keeps like yeah. he keeps sending me those and i'm like dang i really want those maybe i should get those for myself but yeah that's definitely my yeah 
my top ones. The Gundam Zos drop in a couple days, right, man? Man, they're supposed to drop like last month. <laughs> they still they keep delaying them. There's two colors, right? Them. There's the white. Yeah, it's black and white. The white. Yeah. yeah, those are like two different like models of the robot itself. So okay. yeah. Right. Well, like uh, I like that. So so like Matt was saying, I had to I had to pull out a list and see what came out this year. It's like it's so funny I couldn't even remember. <laughs> and I, I was trying to put together my list, and I I hadn't even realized that this the neutral gray ones actually came out this year it seems like i got them so long ago mm. um so those are on my list because that was i mean that was a shoe i had my eye on from last year i got the album money air threes um love that pair i did put the travis scott by fragment ones lows i, I like that low version um i went with the ald new balance 550s um i really i really liked i, I entered the raffle for the green and the neutral gray, the gray and i didn't i didn't get either and then i put the uh supreme dunk lows on the list as well and i mean i, I think you could pick a color i know there were four but uh it doesn't matter it wouldn't matter what what color one of those would be great although i will say that um lawrence had those on friday night and i i looked at him irv like like a couple hours in and he was wearing air max susans because mm-hmm. he said his feet were killing him <laughs> from the dunks yeah i don't know how long he'd been wearing. i mean he got there early to probably set up i don't i don't know how long he was wearing the dunks but it wasn't even a couple hours into the event and he was wearing air max switch them out hey those susans are dope too that's a dope oh, pair. that's a great shoe yeah that's a great shoe that's one you don't see a lot either so anyway so that's mm-hmm. that's what we got so far um i don't know i don't know that my top five are going to change i don't think there's anything coming out in the next couple of weeks that's going to change my mind for what i've got um <clears throat> The only thing that might change my mind of what I got is realizing something else that came out that I forgot about. Is that the Amaminier ones? Are is that this year? And I think that's this year. I think those are this year, and they're they're kind of snake skinny. I'm definitely going to go for them. Um, I don't know that I like them as much as I like the threes. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that's a shoe that I will try to get, and if I get it, I'm definitely keeping it. But I think if I don't get it, I don't know that I would chase it the way I chased the threes. The only ones that I can think of that are coming out like for sure this year, the Travis Scott Air Maxes and yeah, the Omnier ones. Can't really think of anything else that's dropping for like the next couple months. We got the uh patent breads. Oh yeah. Bordeaux ones are coming out. I think the Bordeaux ones almost kind of look similar-ish to the Omnier. It's kind of got the same color yeah. palette. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. What about uh what you got the uh Safari 11s, right? That's a disgusting looking shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I don't care for 11s anyways. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So we got another, uh, we got another uh, DM and I, I, I hope Adrian, I hope our guy Adrian is <laughs> messing with us because he wants to know when eating cereal, is it milk first and then cereal or is it cereal first then milk and who, who pours the other, milk in first? I was. Who does exa- that? I don't know any other way to do it than to put the cereal in the bowl and then gauge the milk as you know how the cereal decides it wants to float. I mean, who who would put the milk in first and then? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm off. No, no, that's savagery, man. You should. Mm. Who would do that? Why would you put the milk first and then the cereal? That's <laughs> the society. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just wrong. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> Agreed. That is the DMs for this week. So we are going to jump into Irv's plant-based option of the week. Every week, Irv makes a plant-based selection for those looking for some in-park food options. Irv, man, what you got? 
Um, like I said earlier, I ate at Casey's Corner and I got the plant-based loaded slaw dog. Um, it was very, very, very good. Um, don't have a complaint at all. And I am not much of a, well, you know, it's like a sausage dog, but um, I'm not too big of a hot dog fan in general. It's extreme. Usually the plant-based sausage dogs are like kind of tough or they like taste gritty almost. It was good, man. $11.50. It had pickled slaw, barbecue vegan, aioli. Um, the corn relish was really good and it comes with french fries or cutie. $11.50, man. Um, going on what John said earlier, though, Casey's Corner is popping. So, like, I put in my order, like, as soon as we got in. And I probably still waited, like, two hours, I think. Which, I mean, I know it's not as bad oh, as wow. but, yeah, it was, I was, like, two hours for window. Then, like, when I went up there and I said I was here, I probably still waited, like, another 20 minutes, you know. It was good. So, yeah. If you're in Magic Worth Kingdom, <laughs> yeah, you're in Magic Kingdom, especially, like I said, it's really, besides there and what, Starbucks, I think the, the closest restaurant is pretty far. So, like, you know, for plant-based options, if you want to eat something, like, you know, that's pretty good, right? You know, so. And so it's like a, so it's a plant-based sausage dog? Sausage dog, yeah. Okay. And, and it doesn't. I saw that, I saw that picture you posted and it does look, it, that's something I might try. I might, I might give that a whirl. It's, uh, you know what, I think you like it, but it was, it was pretty good. And it, it does have, like I said, that gritty kind of taste a lot of the plant-based meats have. It's, it was taste pretty good. Right. I'll keep that in mind. Very nice. All right, well, appreciate that, Irv. Thanks for uh, telling people about that. And now, Jeremiah, it is time. It is time. I hope you're ready. For Disney or Datney? Irv, let him have it. All right, so um, my first question, I'm actually excited to ask you this because since you haven't been to Disneyland, um, we can do Disney World or Disneyland. In Disney World for me right now, like I've only been in Disneyland like once. Like and it was only one day back in 2007. So I guess like my um, my choices wouldn't be or my my answer is not super valid because I've been to Disney it's, World so many times. It's valid, bro. No, he's he's right. <laughs> he's telling you it's not valid. You think so? <laughs> yeah. So let's go with World right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's valid, bro. I mean, unless you want to ride Incredible Coaster, bro, you're all right. You know? <laughs> Come on now. It's the same. Come on, we got, we could go down the list. <laughs> it's like my favorite part of Disney, Disney, bro. It's like my favorite question. Um. You know, I'm going to tell you, the Lawrence said the first thing is, hey, let's ride the better version of Pirates. That was, that came out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so um, if you had to choose between eating vegan for a month, that or not doing any Disney stuff, no Disney movie, no Disney parks, nothing Disney related for a month, which one would you choose? Nothing Disney related for a month. Pretty easy for me because <laughs> I don't really I don't really like I mean, I, I like Disney as a whole but like uh i don't really go to the parks that much and whatnot but i mean yeah that would be my option cool now um would you rather a signed pair of jordan twos signed by michael jordan or a signed pair off white signed by virgil jordan twos michael jordan yeah but it's a jordan two still signed by michael jordan though so <laughs> All right, so I had a different one, but I'll change it. If you had to choose between um, one shoe for the rest of your life, would you ch- between Vans or Dunks, which one would it be? I think Vans. Vans. Like, I, I can never go wrong with Vans because Dunks, you know, they, like Matt was saying earlier, they remember when it was in the outlet store. Yeah, so I, I just feel like uh, Vans would be more like timeless. You can never go wrong with those. All right. 
and um I have one more and I and now I don't know I was gonna say um enchantment or harmonious but have you seen enchantment yet no I have not so harmonious wins harmonious <laughs> all right that's it you guys Disney that me all right so let's uh jump into the Disney hype trivia with Matt all right oh boy so I got basically i mean yeah disney sneaker stuff um and some stuff that you're into so all right are you ready let's try it (laughs) question number one which epcot ride is home to a guinness world record oh that's um reflections of france it's actually uh living with the land they have the tomatoes grown in epcot broke the world record for the most tomatoes harvested from a plant within a year um they harvested thirty-two thousand one hundred ninety-four tomatoes in 2005 nice yeah reflections of france they do hold the guinness world record too or did hold the guinness world record so that's why I said that. Interesting. I didn't. I guess yeah. you, you'll yeah. get that question. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't no, know they that. hold. Uh, <laughs> they hold. What do you call that? They for because it's been open since opening day, and then they've never edited like the video until like they added like the Beauty and the Beast. So it's like every day like, it's a single running like um, theater that would play the same video. Oh, okay. For for consistently for years until they added the Beauty and the Beast. So that's why I was like that. I didn't know that. Oh. Huh. Cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number two: Which two wrestlers made appearances on Hannah Montana? What the? <laughs> Which two wrestlers made appearances on Hannah Montana? Um, is it Mankind? Mankind's one of them. Mick Foley? Nope. No. John Cena? Yep. John Cena's one of them. Yep. And well, you probably couldn't see him. Can't see them. But... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But he was um, on there. Hmm. Is it an older wrestler? Um, I wouldn't say like. Well, it's Hannah Montana, so it's got to be like around that era then. Uh, is it Triple H? No, it was The Rock. The Rock. Yep. All right. Question number three. Who is the seventh Hokage? <laughs> Naruto. Uzumaki Naruto. I, I hope context. you know this one. I need no context. context. <laughs> oh okay so jeremiah is a huge um anime fan you can't tell by his background and i don't even he, know what that is i'll let you explain it because i don't even know <laughs> no so naruto is one of the i, I think it's the, the greatest anime of all time but that's yeah the hokage would be like the leader of like the village and like the whole concept of like the whole um anime show is that he's trying to be the hokage which is yeah like the president almost and then finally he becomes if you haven't seen it yet spoiler but <laughs> you know he becomes the hokage and seven seven hokage but didn't happen until um a spinoff okay yeah. all right next question um let's see if uh epcot taught you anything um <laughs> How many triangles are on Spaceship Earth? Gosh dang, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> uh, man. John if, knows this question. If, if you are my trainer, please do not kill me for this, but I think it's over 100,000, 120,000 something triangles. John? I don't remember. The guy, the guy in Germany told me. I don't, I, I don't remember. It's uh, 11,520. Yeah, no, edit that stuff because <laughs> they would have been like, why were you a tour guide for that? <laughs> All right. Another 
Another Epcot question. A full lap around World Showcase is how many miles? I think it's 1.3 something. Ooh, close. 1.2. Next question. Which member from Twice does not like roller coasters? Mm. <laughs> For everyone listening, Twice think... or Jeremiah is a huge K-pop fan and he loves Twice. I think it's Huey. It's Momo. Oh, happy birthday, Momo, by the way. <laughs> She doesn't like roller coasters or fireworks. Next question. Saratoga Springs was formerly known as what? Saratoga so before Springs. Saratoga Springs, it was something else. I don't know. Oki West. Big Oki West. Disney Institute. Disney Institute. Yep. All right. Last question. True or false? You can fit all twice members in one Skyliner pod at once. False? No, false? it's true. Really? Yeah. You can, hold you can up fit to up to 10. Wow. You can fit up to 10 people in a in one Skyliner pod. So the nine of them and me. So yeah, you can you can yeah. fit in there with them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is that it, Matt? That's it. Thank you All for right. playing the Disney Hive trivia. Right. Now, now it's time to get to know Jeremiah a little better. So Jeremiah, how did you get into shoes? That's a good question. So I got started getting into the actual shoes when I was in college. And I did like a lot of bands at that point still. Um I did a little bit of reselling too, but like literally like reselling cheap like for like college students and whatnot. So I think I started liking the concept of just like collecting different shoes. And then it wasn't until I like moved out and moved to Orlando when I started like really collecting um shoes. Like um I like the Hurachis. I liked how they look, I like how they felt. So I started like looking into the story of the Hurachis and you know, like just like history of it, but like, and then that's how I would say like I fell in love with shoes more because I can like uh, mix, mix and match with different outfits and whatnot, and then it just kind of like evolved like as far as like my my passion or like you know like like for shoes because I used to not like wearing high tops, but now literally I, like I wear like Vans high tops, I wear like like a Jordan ones high tops as well, so. Yeah, and then I would always see, like, you know, I, I love basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. So, like, you always see, like, you know, Jordan wearing his, like, um, shoes, Kobe wearing his, like, type of shoes, too. So I think, like, it, this playing, like, watching the sport of basketball, like, has also, like, allowed me to, like, uh, I guess, open up my mind more on, like, different types of sneakers and whatnot. Nice. So, yeah. I like that. So you mentioned you're interested in the, the Gundam dunks that are coming out. What What else is coming out that you're interested in? Have you got your eyes on any shoes and coming out in the near future? Yeah, I told Matt this. It's it's also a pair of dunks as well. I keep forgetting the name of it, but I'm looking it up. The toast. The toast. That's the one. Okay. So the toast, like I like the way that it looks, and then I do also like the dunks that are like black and gray. I think that one looks pretty cool because you can just match it with like every outfit. Mm-hmm. as well my biggest thing is usually like what can i match like the shoe with as far as like outfit like you know they like, can I wear it on date night can I wear it on a park you know they like, so that's what i always go for okay so let me ask you this what do you do you like do you do you have an outfit and you'd go for a shoe to match it or do you get a shoe and say all right what outfit am i going to go with i think it's more like the shoe like i would go with like okay shoe and then they like, let's match it with like an outfit okay for sure because nice. like for me like i mean i like the clothes but i think like the shoes for me would always like stand out right. for sure. Okay. And like you, you had mentioned before you're into comfort when you're, when you're hitting the parks, you, 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 you leave the hype, leave the hype at home and you just want something that's comfortable for walking around. Yeah. For like, if I was like going to go to the park for like, 
an hour, then yeah, like let's go with like something a little bit more hype. Like I have like a pair of like ones, like space hippie ones that Matt helped me get. And I love those shoes, but like, they're like not comfortable at all. I cannot like do that for like, I was at Disney Springs, I think like last month and I wore it for like two hours and my feet were killing me. So like, I would stay like more comfort if I'm going to be like in the parks for like a long period of time. But if I was just going to watch like a movie, like a Disney Springs or something, I would go with a little bit more hype as well. So I guess it just really depends on the location. All right. So you'd mentioned that you hadn't been to a Disney park as a kid. You got, you was, you were older in life. So how, how did that, how did that develop? How did the passion for Disney come about? I think it's like the movies as well. Cause, um, so I grew up in the Philippines, this background and they, we don't have like the closest like Disney like property to us would be Hong Kong. Um, but so my grandma, she lived here in America. So she would always like, and I was at the time, I was like the only like young grandchild, right? Cause like the rest of my cousins weren't born yet. So like, I would always get the toys. Like Buzz Lightyear is one of my favorite like um, characters. So like, I have this like big Buzz Lightyear toy that I don't know where it is anymore, but like, I think it mostly became, um, huge part of it was from my grandma because she would always like try to send me like um, Disney toys and whatnot. She worked at Toys R Us. So like she always gets, I'm sure like she got like benefits over there as well, working from that. And then, um, like I said, watching movies as well. And not going to lie too, like for the longest time, like my, um, my passion for Disney, they kind of like disappeared. And then I moved to America. And then in 2008, that was the first time that I went to Disneyland and we went on a spring break. So it was busy and we didn't know anything. Like we were just a family that just moved to America. So like, you know, like what was going on here? I think my first Disney ride was the Finding Nemo submarine. <laughs> like I, I was like, all right, that's cool. And then I, the thing that I remember about that the most is that um, the guy that loaded us into the submarine, his name's Tag. I said Manila, Philippines. That's where I grew up. So I, at that point, I was like, okay, maybe someday I'll get name tag like that. Which here we are now. Yeah, I know, right? So we like move like so pretty much like throughout that, like just watching movies a lot. And then like when I um, finally became a Disney cast member, I think that's where most of like the passion like started happening in 2015. Because I did the college program, literally like um, parks like nonstop. Right. So, so, so take us back to that. So you're, you're going to college. I don't know where you were, where were you going and how did you decide that you were going to apply for the, the college program? <laughs> so I went to a private school. Um, it's called Pensacola Christian College. I nickname it as a prison. But like, um, so yeah, because there's like so many rules to it and whatnot. So like, that's what I, like when Matt asked me where you went to college and I was like, oh, I went to this school. And he's like, I went to FSU. Like, those are two different things, (laughs) you know, like, um, but like, I think that um, the, I found out about a college program from a friend of mine and he did it too. So he told me like, when you're done with school, you should try for this, like the Disney college program. So like, that was the first thing that that's really the only thing that I wanted to do. Like coming out of college, I declined a bunch of different job offers because I was like, I'm going to go to Disney and see where I work or see where this will take me. Okay, so where was, you, where was your placement from the college program? So my first one was at Disney Quest, rest in pieces. You know, <laughs> they, that, I don't know if uh, you've been there before, John, like 
but because I don't know if they have like a Disney Quest or anything to that extent in California. But yeah, Disney Quest and Disney Springs. Back then, it was like the downtown Disney. So that was my first um, attractions um, bait role that I had. So how did that, so take me back to your first day. I, I, this is a question I've asked a lot of people. Is what, tell me what was your first day at Disney? Were you intimidated? Is it, it was a little surreal, especially as like, you know, back in 2008, you were like, maybe I'll get a tag. And and now, now you're having your first day at work. How was that? It was, it was surreal. Like, like I never really like explored that area. I've never really explored downtown Disney area. I thought that I was going to be working at the parks. But it was obviously a different um, kind of like like energy to it, I guess, like working at um, downtown Disney at the time. But it, it was it was pretty surreal. They like getting that um, name tag um, that says my hometown. And then, um, you know, like when we did their traditions, like the orientation and whatnot, like that was pretty surreal, too, because I was like, wow, like that's crazy. I'm a Disney cast member now. So, yeah. So so what are the different uh, assignments you had? at working at my first job there. Yeah, well, I mean, from where did you go from Disney Quest? Okay, so after Disney Quest, I did the professional internship with the Disney Vacation Club at Saratoga Springs. So I should be ashamed that I didn't know that it was Disney Institute before. (laughs) But like, um, so I did one with the Disney Vacation Club. I was there for like five to six months. Um, And then I stayed on for three months. And then I got a call for guest relations at Disney Springs. Now, now it, w- it became Disney Springs. So I was there for about um, a year and four months. So this is, this is all after, is this all after the college program? Uh, all after the college program. So I haven't left like the, the company ever since 2015. I just like stayed on. Okay. And then um, I did, Epcot guest relations. That's where I learned everything, including tours. So I was trained in three tours at Epcot. Um, the one for the World Showcase, the Soren Around the World tour for Disney Vacation Club um, members. And then um, it was the Undis- um, Undiscovered Future World tour. But like with that, when I got trained for that one, that's when I got hired for my current job. I'm working from home doing um, technical like escalations for Disney. Okay. So as a tour guide, so are you, were you a plaid? Like you took groups around you had the, yeah, nice. but it, but it's different because I wasn't like a VIP tour guide, you know, like if usually when people go like tour guide, they would go like, okay, so you just take the celebrities around like uh, the park. So that's not the case. Usually I just get like regular guests that come, but then our tour, our tours would be more, um, I'm going to tell you where we're going to go, what you're going to learn, rather than like, I'll go where you want to go, okay. ride rides and whatnot. So like with my tours, we never, like, for the World Showcase, you don't really ride um, rides, but like at that time, because right now they don't have any of these, um, at that time you get a, like a snack break. But like, yeah, so like literally you start your shift at 7 a.m., but the tour starts at 8 a.m. So that's before the whole park opens. So a lot of the guests would be like, for for the most part, we're going to be the only guest in the World Showcase until 11 a.m. when the rest of the World Showcase opens up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's so with that one, it's more like structured, like I said, because like I have to like learn like binders of information and then but you just kind of make it your own too. Like, um, tell your personal story. I always, it's funny because I was talking about this. Um, I always tell a personal story 
of Lake Community when I would go around Lake the World Showcase is I think that's what like really builds like the whole purpose or what the whole purpose of the World Showcase is was that Walt wanted this like uh, world like showcase in um, back then in um, they I think it was like one of those uh, fair events that they have but like he wanted like different countries in like one area and then this pretty much became what the world showcase is right now and that i always tell them about like the highlight i told this matt like the highlight of my um, tour is talking about in japan pavilion they have a gundam piece we were talking about a gundam like uh you know like shoe right so like i always would say you know because it's a highlight because i used to play with gundams when i was a kid so i was i would tell them personal story but and how but how would it relate to what the world showcase is going to be so that's just like a little bit of the the tour guide life for at least epcot how difficult is that because so you get paired up with i don't know how many people you were taking around but like you don't i mean clearly i'm sure some people you got along with and, and meshed with a lot better than others how, how does how is that you don't know what you're going to get when you roll in there each day yeah yeah it's like really like a bag of surprises because like um sometimes you get cast members Sometimes you would get like um, older guests. So it's a little bit slower on the tour and I walk fast. Like, um, so like if you have like older guests, you gotta slow down because half of them have like um, scooters, wheelchairs, all that stuff. Um, so uh, it's definitely, they, you have to adjust uh, for sure. And I think like the biggest part of like being a tour guide was knowing your crowd because if we were, if I was going with like somebody like my age, like for example, I also did like group tours back then. So it would be all like cast members, like all like college program cast members. So I'm gonna tell them like my jokes that are like, um, I guess like for around our age, but most of the time um, it's very different. Cause there is one time that I got a tour. It was very awkward. They, I don't know who booked it, but it was all a guest from Brazil. None of them spoke English. And I didn't speak Portuguese. Um, they had one person in the tour that like spoke English. So it was very awkward because I had to give her my, because um, we had a head headpiece with a microphone. And they, she, I would say something and then she would translate it. But then I, they, at that point, the tour was like, well, it's pretty much watered down at this point because I don't know like what's being translated or if she's even saying like half the things that I'm saying. So the, you get like those and then you obviously get um, sometimes tours would be like three people. Like I've had it to where it's like me and three other guests. And then sometimes you get up to 20, 25 people at a time. So it's different. So how, how does having been a tour guide, how does that affect how you enjoy Epcot? So when you go there, I mean, does it, do you, is it like, oh my God, I got to be here again? Or, I mean, do you still enjoy the parks? And So that's a good question. Cause like it definitely, I get definitely got into that phase where I'm like, oh gosh, I got to be here again. You know, like at Epcot, that was like, you know, like when I worked at Epcot, they, Epcot's my favorite park. So they, try not to go to Epcot as much, but because I'm always there, but it definitely affected it. That's for sure. Because like, um, it, it's cool taking like friends and family into like Epcot itself and then telling them about stuff, but I'll only tell them if they ask me though, I'm not going to be like taking you on a tour unless if we go specifically like, Oh, give me a tour. Maybe. Gotcha. You know, so, gotcha. but yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. Could you wear your plaid uniform to magic kingdom and cut the line? on those no. roads 
<laughs> no, no, because they, <laughs> so the tour guides that like actually do like the VIP tours, they have, like, I think they have, they should, they just have to show their ID. They have a different type of ID. So it's like different like, oh, for us. Bummer. Bummer. That would, yeah. that would, cause that'd be pretty sweet. Score that <laughs> yeah. <a> day off. <laughs> <laughs> take, take 10 of your friends around and cut the line all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Something to work on. Do we, do we know any of those guys? Can we work something out with them? <laughs> um matt you got any more questions was plaid really rad plaid is rad for me <laughs> for me i made my um own brand of plaid is rad because i, I am like if you are a guest relations cast member and you've worked with me before you know this about me i never wore the vest that's what i was known for i always wore the summer option the reason for that was i get to wear actual sneakers and I always wore Nikes, black yeah. Nikes. So like that's why I was like flat as red. So there you go. So like what you like triple triple black Air Force One, something like that? <laughs> I almost did buy like triple black Air Force Ones, but it's uh, mostly Air Maxes that I wore because Air Maxes would like just like help me last throughout the day standing around and whatnot. And then I did wear uh Roshis. Okay. You know, like it's not in trend anymore, but like yeah, I, I have a few of those too. So yeah. Nice. How about you, Herb? Got any questions? Um, no, I don't think so. I know you're just happy you heard him talk about Air Maxes again. It's a comfortable <laughs> shoe, man. I don't know. It is what comfortable. To the comfortable <laughs> shoe. There we go. Style and when style and comfort meets. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeremiah, thank you for joining us this week, man. Enjoyed uh, enjoyed talking to you. I uh, appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks I want to thank you. Yeah, no, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us. Um, again, you know, we're, we're going to keep going with this cast member appreciation month. Um, we are Kicks at the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle in your Disney Fit Picks. My name is John. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. Jeremiah, how can the people find you? So it's Instagram and TikTok for the most part. So Instagram would be sauce J sauce underscore J senpai 13. That's okay. my, uh, that's my IG. Okay. And what about your TikTok? It's, um, it, it's, it's sauce J 13. So that's what, um, okay. I have. All right, man. We get you. All right. Irv, how can the people hit you up? Um, I'm just on Instagram. I cannot figure out TikTok. I don't know if that means I'm old or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram mainstream dad. <laughs> I really hey real talk, bro. My niece showed me TikTok and I was like, what is going on? Like, what is that? It is a lot. Dad. It is we, kind of we need a mainstream dad TikTok. I want to see some family dances. Dude, you better yep. you better get that popping her. <laughs> Main Street stroller. Main Street stroller. All right. Matt, Matt, how can the listeners find you? Uh, you guys can find me on MySpace. <laughs> nah, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, the Disney Hype Beast on Instagram or TDHB Shop. All right. Well, that uh, that was episode 28 of Kicks at the Castle. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are out. Peace. Peace. See ya.
dream can be a dream come true With just that spark from me and you Imagine One little spark